Like, what the hell is going on in the world? I'm gonna start... I'm gonna start this episode off, this Friday episode off, by posing a question. In the film business, in the world of Hollywood, and many of you might not live in Hollywood or work there, know anything about it, but I live in Hollywood, and I've worked in Hollywood, and I, I live in LA. I, I understand how the business works. In a, in a movie, being produced, or television show, commercial, what have you, there are... There are violent movies, and in violent movies, they use swords, they use rifles, they use, you know, weapons of all different accoutrement, if you will. Now, let's, let's just say this. One would think that in a Hollywood production, when an actor is shooting another actor in a violent murder scene or killing scene or war scene or western cowboy scene... We all know when those scenes happen, it's make-believe, it's fake, it's acting. Uh, the weapon is generally a prop. Prop being the operative word here. Now, is it me or should individuals who are on production sets, film, television, commercial, what have you, be using props or be using real guns? I'm just going to pose that question to start off today's episode of The Mistress of Pop Culture Good Morning, everybody. Happy Friday. It is I, Andrew DeVitri. I hope you're all having a stellar week. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me to get us through our final day of the work week and the fabulous weekend, which I believe we all need. At least I need it. But um, I'm looking for two days off because I love to work and I love you know, to be productive and whatnot, but I also love two days of resting my uh, uh, my vocals because I'm a, you know, a chatty Kathy. I'm a chatty girly. I love to chit and chat and I love to talk even when I'm by myself. I talk to myself because I like to run notes with myself. I like to, you know, entertain myself when a podcast and or radio just doesn't do it for myself. I have conversations with myself. I'm crazy. Well, I'm not really crazy. I just like, you know, love to chat with myself and, you know, what have you. But aside from that, I, um, I'm here today to deliver some great stories, as, as I usually do. And I have three stories for you guys today. And you're probably thinking to yourself, three? That's so short. Well, the fourth story would have been the update on Gabby Petito's fiancé, Brian Laundrie, and everything that went down yesterday, which I did a singular episode dedicated entirely to him and the tragedy that is the human remains that were found on Wednesday were in fact Brian Laundrie's um through dental records which is just a just the whole thing is very tragic and you can listen to that in my last episode um but here today I'm here to talk about of course the horrifying news coming out of Hollywood that Alec Baldwin discharged a prop gun that killed a cinematographer and injured director on the set of his film um there's many layers to this story, so we're going to read it, we're going to talk about it, and then I have two other great stories for you, too, which are a bit lighter. One is actually an update, and the final story is a wacky, crazy housewife story because of this book that's coming out, Not All Diamonds and Rosé. Roses. Not All Diamonds and Roses or Not All Diamonds and Rosé. Whichever. Um, but aside from that, let's just get into it because there is a lot to talk about. So the first story is from Deadline.com, which is the trades of Hollywood. Alec Baldwin, quote, discharged prop gun that killed Russ cinematographer and injured director on set, actor questioned and released. So there's been an update, but I'm going to read the original story um, and I'm going to try and find where that is. You know what? I'm just going to read the updates and we're just going to go down because I have no idea how to even separate this article. Updated. Okay. The Santa Fe Sheriff's Department confirmed Thursday night that Alec Baldwin, quote, discharged the prop gun that killed one Rust, Rust is the name of the film, crew member and injured director Joel Souza on the set of the Western feature film on location in New Mexico. Director of photography, also known as DP. Um, ha I, I do not want to mispronounce this name. Um, ha Haliana, H-A-L-Y, 
N.A. is her first name and her last name is Hutchins. 42 died not long after being transferred to a hospital in Albuquerque, New Mexico this afternoon. Uh, yesterday afternoon. Sousa, 48, um, remains in a local hospital. His condition is unknown. Quote, Mr. Baldwin was questioned by investigators and released a Santa Fe Sheriff's Department official told deadline this evening. Quote, no arrests or charges have been filed. Here's the full statement from the Santa Fe Sheriff's Department. Santa Fe County Sheriff's deputies were dispatched to the Bonanza Creek Ranch movie set of the Western Rust. October 21st, 2021, when a 911 caller reported a shooting on the set. The sheriff's office confirms that two individuals were shot on the set of Rust. Uh, Haliana Hutchins, 42, director of photography, and Joel Souza, 48, director, were shot when a prop firearm was discharged by Alec Baldwin, 68, producer and actor. Ms. Hutchins was transported via helicopter to University of New Mexico Hospital, where she was pronounced dead by the medical personnel. Mr. Souza was transported by ambulance to Christian St. Vincent Regional Medical Center, where he is undergoing treatment for his injuries. This investigation remains open and active. No charges have been filed in regard to this incident. Witnesses continue to be interviewed by detectives. Deadline earlier reported that criminal investigators... Sorry, I'm cracking my knuckles because my hands sometimes get really tense. That's gross, but I have to crack. Um, Deadline uh, earlier reported that criminal investigators were called to the scene at Bonanza Creek Ranch just outside Santa Fe. As sources informing Deadline that a principal cast member cocked a gun... Hitting a man 48 and woman 42 on set, the entire location went under lockdown during the investigation. The cast member, now identified as Baldwin, was unaware of the type of ammunition in the gun, we are told. A rep for the production said that, quote, production has been halted for the time being on rust for, and that, quote, the safety of our cast and crew remains our top priority. Traditionally, the prop master or armor is responsible for firearms and firearm safety on a set, such as rust, which is what everybody's talking about. Like, what the hell was the prop master doing? As information about Hutchins' death emerged, the Cinematographers Guild expressed shock and remorse. Quote, we received the devastating news this evening that one of our members, Haliana Hutchins, director of photography and a production called Rust in New Mexico, died from injuries sustained on the set. Said the Cinematographers Guild's national president, John Lindley, the national executive director, Rebecca Ryan, tonight. Uh, the details are unclear at this moment, but we are working to learn more and we support a full investigation into this tragic event, added the Guild executives. This is a terrible loss and we mourn the passing of a member of our Guild's family. Said SAG after in a statement tonight from the president from President Fran Drescher. Oh yeah, Fran Drescher uh, won the position of president and National Executive Director Duncan Crabtree, Ireland. Quote: We are devastated by this tragic news. Our hearts go to the family of the DP Haliana Hutchins, who has passed away, and to Director Joel Souza, who is injured and hospitalized. This is still an active investigation. We do not have we we do not yet have all the facts. We will continue to work with production. Um. We production, the other... Sorry, the article keeps jumping around because of ads and stuff. Um, we will continue... Oh, shoot. Sorry. Um, uh, this is still an active investigation. We do not have all the facts. We will continue to work with the production, the other unions and authorities, to investigate the incident. Um, so I have many thoughts about this. The first being, of course, the sag after, which is the Actors' Union and the Directors' Guild, and all these different unions are going to have to figure out what the hell to do moving forward, because this can never, ever happen again. It should never happen in the first place. And, the, and what, when I've been talking to my friends about this, what everybody's saying is, what, what the hell is a prop master doing? I, I, of course there's a, there's a master of firearms on set. I, I didn't even realize that until reading it just now in this article, but what was he or she doing? Like, why... What what came out of the gun, and I'm sure all these details are going to come out, but this is horrifying, and this kind of thing can't happen, because this is a movie, this is pretend, these are props. You know, I think moving forward, okay, this is a crazy, crazy sort of reference, and, you know, don't laugh at me when I bring this up, but it's literally the first thing that came to mind when I read this article, because it's just the way I'm wired, and the way my brain works. Okay, so there's a Disney Channel original movie, a DCOM. 
called Cadet Kelly, starring Hilary Duff and, of course, Christy Carlson Romano. Hilary Duff from Lizzie McGuire, Christy Carlson Romano from Even Stevens. Um, in, this, in this particular movie, it's about a military school. Hilary Duff gets sent to a military school. Christy Carlson Romano is a general who works at the school. And long story short, basically, the, the in the movie, they have this... Um, they're at the school, and they do this sort of like routines, like a dance-off, but with rifles. And period, and consistently, I specifically remember this, and I saw this when I was a young teen, maybe middle school going into high school, when the commercials for the movie were coming out, a little thing on the bottom of the screen would come up and said, no real guns or rifles were used in the production of this movie. Because it's obviously Disney appeals to a young demographic. Great, and that was, you know, fantastic. That, that reassured me, even as a young guy, oh, this is all fake and make-believe. I get that movies these days are, like, pushing the limit for reality and realism and, like, you know, really pushing the limit, but this is just, this is just crazy. I mean, nothing should be coming out of a prop rifle on a set. It should be all digitally added in at the end. Um, digitally, what is it called? Uh, not ADR, but, um, special effects, VHS special effects, whatever that, you know what I'm talking about. This should be digitally added in. This is horrifying. I mean... It's also going to be really interesting to hear what Alec Baldwin says, and there's a photo of him that, that, that I saw in one of the articles, I think it was TMZ, and he looks distraught, you know, after being questioned, and, you know, and I, it's like, it's, no arrests have been made, as this article said, and, you know, you can't blame Alec Baldwin, even though he was a shooter, because how was he supposed to know that anything was going to come out of the rifle? I'm sure he was just as surprised as anyone. It's the prop master and the firearms who should have been like, What? I mean, this is very, very early on, and more details are going to come out about this over the weekend. And then, of course, Monday, hopefully we have some more information to talk about with regards to follow-ups to this horrifying story. But I first have to express my condolences to the family of the director of photography who lost her life. You know, that is just, it's beyond heartbreaking. And, you know, she went to work to probably do something she loved. And, you know, it's the type of thing where you never know what life's, what's going to happen in life. You really have to, really, really have to appreciate everything you have. And it's... It's heart. It's really heartbreaking. Um, I wonder if they're gonna, you know, shut down production of the film. You know, who knows what's gonna happen. So I'm sure more details will emerge on this horrifying story, tragic story, and it's it's just really sad all around. And you know, it breaks my heart. You know, it's just really sad. Um, so that's you know pretty much all we have about this story now, which brings us to our second story of the day. A little bit of an update with regards to everything going on with Dave Chappelle. He, well, his reps have responded with regards to the protest, the walkout at Netflix. Uh, this is from TMZ. Dave Chappelle, I'm open to discussion with trans community. Dave Chappelle is willing to have a conversation with members of the trans community who feel like he's inflicted harm on them on his LGBTQ plus jokes, and it sounds like the ball is now in their court. The comedian's rep tells TMZ, Dave would be open to dialogue if folks from Netflix actually reach out to him for a discussion. Dave's camp says no one from Netflix, excuse me, no one from Netflix has approached Dave Chappelle or seem about setting up a media conversation, which is the opposite of what the woman who organized the Netflix walkout claims. As TMZ reported, Ashley Marie Preston says she invited Dave to come to the table to talk about the damage she and others believe he's inflicted on the LGBTQ plus community, but she said, quote, Dave chose not to show up. Now, the, the most recent update with regards to the story is Chappelle's rep tells TMZ, quote, Dave stands by his art. No more jokes about transgenders until we can all laugh together. The streets are talking and Dave is listening. At some point, when everyone is open, I'm sure communities will come together. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's an appropriate response. It means Dave is receptive to listening and he is not making any insults. He's saying he stands by his art, which means he stands by his comedy and his stand-up. He's not saying he stands by making people feel bad. He said no more jokes about this the trans community until people are laughing. It's his way of dealing with it. 
I am very interested to hear. I hope it is revealed what the conversation is, what the dialogue is, and I, I, um, that's all you got to do. You gotta, you gotta educate. You gotta inform. It's okay to not understand things, but it's not okay to joke about things you don't understand, and you know, really put down a whole community of people who are already marginalized, people who are already under attack. Um, so I think it's important that the dialogue is definitely, uh, you know, started. It's very important. So that was, you know, that was good to read. So we'll we'll see what comes about that. And this brings us to our third and final story of the day. This is a wacky, wacky, wacky story. So just praise yourself. It's a little, it's a lot. This is from page six. Sonia Morgan calls Heather Thompson a liar after vagina cigarette claim. Okay, this is a really wacky story. Is she just blowing smoke? Sonia Morgan responded to Heather Thompson's claim that she allowed men to put lit cigarettes in her vagina while speaking to Dave Quinn for his dishy housewives tell-all, not all diamonds and rosé. After the popular Bravo Instagram fan account, Faces by Bravo, shared a screenshot of Page Six's story about Thompson's anecdote, Morgan57 called her former Real Housewives of New York City co-star a, quote, liar, in the comments section of the post, quote, liar, liar, pants on fire, followed by a laughing face emoji. She wrote laughing Thompson's tale about her private parts and sags aflame. This book is really stirring the pot, she added in a separate comment in another Morgan alleged that Thompson's husband of 18 years, Jonathan Schindler, quote, wanted a threesome. Reps for Thompson and Morgan did not immediately respond to page six's request for comment. This is crazy. I gotta get my hands on this book. I feel like this book, which, by the by, was, is released under Andy Cohen's book company, is literally probably just to get more salacious ratings for Bravo. We gotta bring all these OGs back. Um, previously reported Thompson... As previously reported, Thompson alleged to author Quinnette Morgan led a group of guys tuck burning cigarettes into her genitals. The alleged incident came to light while reflecting on the infamous Rahoney season 7 cast trip to Atlantic City. Fans will remember that Morgan made Thompson and co-star Kristen Takeman wait in front of her entrance of her famed townhome while she gathered herself upstairs before a limo was scheduled to take the group to New Jersey. That was when Bethany came back, by the way. That was a great season. Um, and they all went to Atlantic City in a limo, and Bethany was like, it was when Sonia was like, I am an international lifestyle brand, and Bethany was like, you have to have, you know, have several seats, and Countess Luann was there, and that was a great season, um, but that is some wacky allegations. I don't even want to even go there, because it's so gross, but, like, I don't think that's true, but, I mean, Sonia made allegations. <laughs> you know what? These two gals need to be on WWHL Watch What Happens Live. Andy needs to put this to bed because this is some wacky stuff. Um, really weird. And it just, just, I don't even know. This week has been really weird in terms of pop culture news stories. Tragic news stories. Horrifying news stories. Housewives news stories. Uh, Erica Jane. I just, this has been a week. It is time for the weekend. It is time for me to have a cocktail lie down, and watch some movies, because I am just, my brain needs to be shut down for pop culture, because it is a lot. Um, so that's the tea on that. If there's any other updates over the weekend, I'll, of course, deliver on Monday, because that is my job as a mistress of pop culture, to deliver these wacky-ass stories. Um, so that's our episode. That is our Friday episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm very grateful. I'm Andrew DeVitri, the mistress of pop culture. You can stream my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox Radio, iTunes, the podcast app of the iPhone, basically anywhere a podcast stream. Have a really fabulous weekend. And you know what? Hold your loved ones really close, because after reading about this tragic story with regards to Alec Baldwin's film and the incident, the horrifying incident, it makes you just have to reflect, self-reflect, and be really appreciative of those who are around you that you love and you care about because life is short and you never know when things like that can happen. It's really heartbreaking. So again, my condolences to her, her family, the family of Brian, 
Laundry, the Gabby Petito's family, and everyone who's going through a difficult time right now. Because as uh, light and funny as this podcast is, these are these are real, you know, heartbreaking incidents that we really have to, you know, feel for these people. All right, everybody, I'll be back Monday. Have a good weekend. Bye bye.